Okay, guys, welcome to episode three of season two of the ATP Fitness Podcast. And with the ongoing situation, we are now on our Zoom calls for our podcast, which uh, the big positive to that, it allows us to get people almost anywhere on our calls. And our first Zoom call podcast is going to be with Mark Murphy. Now, Mark Murphy is a friend of mine, I know him for years, and he's a nutritional therapist, and he owns Balance Cafe in Glamour. And today we're going to be discussing nutrition, how to create new routines and just areas that people may be struggling with uh, and to hopefully help get you in a new healthy eating routine. So, Mark, thanks very much for coming on. If well, you can just uh, explain to the, yeah, if you can just explain to people who you are, what you do, what your, what your kind of mission is right now, uh, and that'd be great. Uh, well, my name is Mark Murphy, as you said. Um, I'm a nutritional therapist, so I would have studied uh, naturopathic nutrition for three years with the College of Naturopathic Medicine here in Cork, but they're a worldwide uh, college. Um, and naturopathic nutrition, I suppose, just to give you a little info on it, would be that uh, I would see food as medicine um, and would try and heal people through food and support their body through food and bring them to a, a place called homeostasis where everything is in balance and working correctly in the body. And we'd look at different bodily systems. So I would see clients with different illnesses and disease and try and help them through nutrition. Um, I'm also lecturing for the college um, in nutrition and would deliver their nutrition syllabus and also run some of their clinics for students. Um, and as you said, also, I'm a co-owner of a cafe in Glanmire uh, with my business partner, Joanne, um, called Balance, where we try and promote um, healthier eating for our customers. So that's me. Excellent. So obviously, I know from experience, but a lot of people uh, will not know just the, the route you kind of took of going down to, to where you are now. What took you down that route what made you interested in going down that path um i suppose having kids um i had two small kids obviously and was like any other parent going forward um didn't know what to feed them was relying on kind of you know those jarred products in supermarkets and tried to get the best advice from people so that spurred me on really to study nutrition so i could support them and give them, um, I suppose, a better nutritional footing going forward, uh, which I did at the start. They're now 18 and 15, and as with any teenager, dad hasn't a clue. Um, so really, that was spurred me on, but then uh, started to work with people with kind of blood pressure, uh, diabetes, cholesterol, um, and those kind of conditions, and um, weight management, um, and all those kind of things. So that's where I kind of ended up. Excellent. And then joined here with Joanne um, in balance, and we are, are finding that people want healthier options, so we're able to advise and offer those foods. Brilliant. And with the current situation, look, uh, I think we all know it's a pretty bad situation we're all in, but I think the way nutrition has gone from speaking to clients, uh, from getting feedback on our socials, people are just really struggling to create new uh, dietary habits and routines because you've had such a set way of going to work having your meals coming on cooking your dinner that's just been turned on its head and people so for some people i think who are thinking long term of what's going on they're kind of created new schedules but a lot of people living in the short term uh, to try and cope with what's going on have just completely kind of thrown their nutrition out the window what advice would you give to people who are struggling with their nutrition right now um, I suppose it, it's affecting us all, really, even myself, like I find at home, even, you know, you're at home for long days, maybe um, you're working from home. 
um, you're snacking a bit more than you should. Um, um, you should really just look at your basic nutrition, look at your carbs, proteins and fats. And I always recommend to people look at what's on your plate and think about what you're eating mindfully. Um, and look at the aspects of the food, like try and consider what nutrients am I getting? You know, is it high fat? Is it high sugar? Uh, those kind of simple things. I'd recommend that you keep a food diary would be very important, I think, in this current climate. So you can look back and see what you were eating. Um, it's good if you're kind of in an office setting at home and you're sitting down, just jot down what you had for breakfast. Try and stick to breakfast, lunch, dinner maybe one or two snacks um, and try and establish a routine at home. I know it's difficult, but by putting it on paper in front of you, um, when you look at us, you'd be surprised what uh, power it gives you. Yeah, I think, uh, as you said, just creating that new routine of mainly focusing on those three main meals, uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner, because where we tend to struggle or go wrong is when we go snacking and we kind of go for those yeah. sugary calorie-dense foods. So if people start focusing on good nutritious meals first exactly that's what i'm trying to get across like look at your breakfast what am i having okay i got up this morning and i had a high sugary breakfast uh try and switch it up to uh, a high fiber you know um a slow release carb breakfast you know um, so if, if you were to give some options or some ideas of like because some people might not know what what would be classed as like a high sugar breakfast and and the way why that would cause this kind of up and down roller coaster that well, a high sugar on. breakfast would be, say, if you've teenagers, teenagers at home, like a, a high sugar cereal, like, you know, I don't want to get into names, but possibly say Cocoa Pops or something, um, which is going to release the energy really, really quickly. It's called a simple sugar into the system, into your system in about 20 minutes. Um, you're going to have the energy off it used up and you'll be craving something else. And that's what's happening with people. They're starting to crave them because they're feeling hungry because they're not sustained. Whereas if you had... You know, a bowl of porridge or even a smoothie made with porridge, a slow release energy, some berries on top, some nuts. I mean, that's really going to fill you. You're combining the protein of the nuts with the slow release carbohydrate through the porridge, and it's much slower to release into your system, effectively making you feel full for longer. It is, it is that sugar roller coaster that people yeah. struggle with. But I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're on that roller coaster, and that's where the first part comes and in. That's why they're, they're, they're kind of reaching then for something else. Like, the, the, like any carb we bring into the body is sugar. Like it's how it breaks down and how it's released into the system is what we look at. And you know yourself and I know in the nutrition world, it's either a simple carb or a complex carb. Simple, you're going to use the energy really, really quickly. The complex carb, it's used much slower, giving you kind of slow feeding, drip feeding energy almost. So and it's much for those who might not know, like uh, it's a simple carbs. We, we always, I always want to make a note that we don't say simple carbs are bad because that's what people have this uh, mentality of uh, white bread is bad or white pasta is bad. That's not the case. It is just that we do promote more complex carbohydrates because of that reason that we want to slow release energy so it can make us feel fuller. It can give us energy throughout the day and we're not kind of dropping and going for those sugary snacks again but when you when you think about where does your energy go when you bring it into the body that's what you have to think of where it where is it stored your carbs is stored in your muscle um as glycogen it's called to give you the energy to move so like if you're not moving there's a double whammy you're sitting at home you're working from home you're having a lot of simple carbohydrates your body can only store so much of it in the muscle it's going to store it away as fat after that yeah so if you're not going to use the energy you're going to store it and that's again another thing with the within with where people are at right now. Some people are probably more sedentary than they've ever been. Uh, but maybe your nutrition habits have maintained the same. But if you're moving a lot less than you were, 
and you're still eating the same amount, uh, your body doesn't need as much energy. So it's important to make the slight change if you want to try and maintain body weight throughout the situation. Like even an extra bit of a walk in the evening or, or if you're a runner, a bit of a run or even like you're putting up great videos to do at home. I mean, yeah. that's a way of expending your energy and it just means getting into routine. Okay, I've had my breakfast, I've had my lunch, I've had my dinner, I've had my snack. No, you need to build into your routine. I'm out the back, do my workout or yeah. I'm following the lads online or I'm going for a walk or a yeah. run. Something that uh, we want to touch on is just, uh, we've kind of spoken of briefly beforehand was the term eating clean. And I suppose it's just, it's a term that's thrown around quite a lot. And what does the term eating clean mean to, mean to you? And how would you advise people if they say they're going to eat clean? Well, I think the term eating clean means different things to everybody. Um, like eating clean for somebody might be, you know, I'm not going to have the Mars bar today. Um, you know, eating clean for somebody else might be, I've cut out carbohydrates in order to try and lose weight. Eating clean to me would be cutting down on processed foods and kind of increasing veg, you know, making sure that when I look at my place that it's nutritionally dense and it's going to feed me and give me what I need from my food. That's what it means to me. And... I think you, you hit the nail on the head there by saying a, a very important word of cutting down and not cutting out processed foods. People get ca- caught up thinking, I can't have anything at all. Uh, and that leads to complete restriction, which we know in turn doesn't lead to adherence. So it's oh. about just knowing the, the difference between like cutting, if you're overly excessively eating something that's not benefiting you, then maybe look at cutting that down versus actually cutting yeah, it out. You need to look at like that, why am I eating those foods? You know, am I under pressure? Am I stressed? Uh, am I worried? Um, you know, why is it habitual? I often find that with clients. You have a cup of tea, you have a biscuit. You have a cup of tea, you have another biscuit. You always have your cup of tea at the same time and you have a biscuit. I always find that with clients. They yeah. always, you know, and that's hard for them to break because it's a habit. So, yeah. so it's, become, it's becoming aware of that, that habit and asking yeah. yourself, is that habit helping me or is it, is it hindering what my goals are? Yeah. Um, and what you do is write it down. I know I've mentioned a food diary already, but writing it down on a piece of paper, even in a little book, you know, you can see, you know, do that over a couple of weeks and you'll have a really good picture of what you're consuming. And, you know, even I say to people, put down your mood, put down the food that you're eating, uh, why you were eating it possibly, how you felt after it and why did you think you needed it? So, and you have a real picture of going forward, where you're eating, how you're eating and what you're eating. That, that, that just creates awareness because if you read that back yeah. uh, the next day or the day after you can, you can kind of start pinpointing as to the reasoning behind going for those maybe calorie dense sugary snacky foods like. yeah exactly yeah and you can kind of link it to your mood and how you felt and why you possibly ate it you know yeah so I suppose like with all that's going on uh, some people still uh, you know want to achieve weight loss uh, some people are still very much body body image uh, focused uh, I think personally, if you're someone who's educated, someone who is uh, who is confident in regards to body image, you don't have body image issues, then maybe it is fine for you to be dieting away as normal or exercising as hard as you are and trying to achieve certain specific goals. But I do also believe uh, it's not necessarily a time to be adding a lot of stress. If uh, weight loss was already a stress to you before this all started, then maybe look at weight maintenance uh, or you know just not being too obsessed with how, how you look right now because there's other things more important i'd just love to get your views on that um i suppose it's affecting us all the current climate and 
me personally with my clients like i had a call from two clients yesterday just general questions about their eating um i'd recommend you know we're all in it together i mean you can get back to the training you can get back to that focus about weight loss but for now i would just think what you're eating in the day possibly have a look at that maybe look at your portion size but for me more importantly would be what nutrients are going in there and in this current climate i'd be more focused on I don't want to get too sciencey, but I'd be focused on your kind of your immune system at the moment and different aspects in that and making sure your gut health is working properly. Um, weight loss can come later. Yeah. Um, keep your gentle exercise up, keep your mind healthy. Like a big factor is uh, regarding the immune system is going to be stress, which we know. So if again, if, if weight loss uh, or being in a high calorie deficit is causing you excessive stress, again, in turn, it's not going to help the immune system. So it's about considering these factors here again. Like, like your immune system is paramount at this time and your digestive health, I would imagine. I mean, keeping your gut bacteria healthy, they're like signaling systems to your immune system. Um, you know, your vitamin C intake, your zinc intake. That's what I'm trying to get at your nutrients, make sure they're in balance. Um, you know, we're all afraid that we're going to get this virus. I mean, you know, at certain stages in your life, you, you need different nutrients to support immunity. I mean, you'd be looking at your young kids, you'd be looking at teenagers, you'd be looking at ourselves, the elderly. So it, it, no, I feel it's it's more important than ever to look at what you're eating and what's you know what nutrients are going in to support yourself in regards that i think i spoke to keen about this beforehand is that like one thing in, in all the podcasts you want to make sure that we all stay in our lane i don't i don't want anybody ever giving advice uh regard covid 19 unless you're a health unless you're a doctor or, or one of these people and i think that that needs to stay the case but what we've seen and i've seen it in the markets research that supplement uh, purchasing has gone through the roof uh, now people need to understand like supplements don't have magic power uh, like a multivitamin is not going to solve all your problems like are you in the the idea of we should be we can get enough from our food from a nutrient take 100 percent. i think you should get your nutrients from your food i mean i'm only talking now unless you're you know if you need to take iron because you're a female and your cycle you know obviously you might need iron there but in general i would say try and get your nutrients from your food like majority, majority of people who think they're deficient need to be tested to see if they're deficient, you know, which most exactly. people are not. And like what your digestive system needs to be working properly to absorb your nutrients. So that's what I mentioned earlier. You, you need to make sure that's working properly as well. Yeah. So they, just just to take home from that would be to kind of really uh, vary your diet and, and just look at exactly. what they Like I recommend to clients, if you're the type of person to only eat carrots and only eat broccoli, okay, you're getting a bit of vitamin C and you're getting some vitamin A. I mean, you should be looking at other options of foods. I mean, trying like parsley, peppers, sweet potato, all good sources of vitamin C. Do you know what I mean? Mix it up. Your, your pumpkin seeds, your whole grain products, ginger, chilies, good sources of zinc. So that's naturally coming into your body because you've kind of now incorporated different foods. And that's, I think, where, where we talk about there, snacking at the moment seems to be the biggest issue from speaking to clients right now. Um, we know we all know and we've all heard uh when majority of people would know to eat more vegetables you know uh, mix up your colors to eat more protein we both know the benefits of both those it's pretty it's pretty worldly accepted at this stage that uh having sufficient protein and increasing your your fiber and your, and your vitamins and minerals is going to be beneficial to you how does that how does that look in real life to you to give real life advice to somebody as to what that looks like in regards to meals and snacks 
Well, I mean, there's different ways you can get it in. You can stir fry. It's a great way of getting in different nutrients. You can juice soups, casseroles, stews. They're all great ways of getting in nutrients. Um, regard snacking, I think what's been kind of uh, highlighted for me as well in the last few days is people, because they were at the gym, um, would be drinking water. And a lot of people aren't drinking water at the minute. Um, they're drinking lots of tea and coffee um, in a you know, goes hand in hand with their snack. Maybe I found that myself, which led to headaches then, uh, which yeah, I'm used to. Like you're dehydrated, possibly. Coffee and tea are actually dehydrating to the body. How you can naturally bring in more water is drink herbal tea, and it counts as your water. I mean, and it's very hard to kind of break that snack habit, but maybe consider an oat cake with hummus, you know, guacamole with sliced peppers. Again, you've now changed up the nutrient value from a sugary snack, okay, to something more nutrient dense. Um, like if, if your clients want snack ideas I can send them on to yourself um, but basically try and break that habit of you know the snacking will turn to one snack to two snacks to three snacks but if you put a piece of paper in front of you in your desk or home um, write down what you're going to have in the day it often yeah. helps people this is my breakfast this is what I'm having this is what I'm having for my lunch this is what I'm having for my dinner and stick to it yeah. and that starts to build a routine for yourself and Excellent. then look at the nutrients going in. Fantastic. Another, another question that came in was uh, a lot of parents uh, are baking with the kids now, but it's full of sugar. Any ideas for healthy snacks, treats, baking ideas for the family? Uh, I would recommend um, don't take anything away. Make the baking one day in the week, maybe a Friday. And, you know, have, like in fairness, like I think the kids are fantastic um at the moment because they're stuck indoors and i see them out with their parents and by and large they're not complaining um so give them that treat give them the one day baking which is fine uh, the other days i'd like get outdoors um i'd recommend maybe pick a new food day that's what i used to do with my kids so we now have a healthy recipe that the kids are in charge of and we're going to make that for our dinner and everybody has to have it it could be something simple like a hummus never made hummus before in our house now the kids are suddenly kind of draining and washing chickpeas and mixing in some tahini and some garlic and some lemon and maybe who knows one of them might say oh my god it's delicious and you know it's just break that habit try new recipes you'll get them online um what i've done with my own two at the moment is um planting herbs up in the back you know it's just something they can see them growing you can use them in the food um, try and make healthier options of classics like chicken nuggets you know I have recipes for those healthier options um, those kind of things and involve the kids with the food I often found with mine as well give them a little bit of science and they love it um, you know why you know obviously carrots are good for the eyes and the skin and yeah. explain why you know it might spark something in them yeah excellent good stuff thanks very much and I suppose if you were to give just a couple of you, what you see, you know, as your top tips for people who are at home right now that may be struggling with nutrition, what would you say to them? Um, number one for me, if anyone's struggling, would keep a food diary. That would be number one because you can see what's going on in your day. Uh, number two, I would try new recipes. Okay, you're in, and we're in an environment now where where you have the time to try something new, like maybe people haven't tried, you know making a smoothie before and have the smoothie maker that has all the dust in it in the corner of the cupboard drag it out um try some maybe vegetarian once a week um you know i've never had vegetarian now is the time to try it you know try different oils maybe for cooking i've never used coconut oil you know those kind of things um it's a perfect time to experiment 
um, I'd recommend maybe again just looking at your plate what's on it what are you eating um, and make sure you know it's possibly a good source of carbohydrate your protein and you know make sure you're getting enough vegetables try stir fries those kind of things like a, a lot of people would have maybe might have had breakfast at home but then like working population would have maybe had lunch at work or lunch out like yeah. it's it's probably a good time more than ever to eat more nutritious food because you're cooking more or less all of it yourself yeah. However, uh, I think we spoke before you came on. Takeaways are as rampant as ever, uh, yeah. and yes, again, we will always be very clear. Like having a takeaway you know, in the week is perfectly fine, but it's Nothing just understanding that how you're fueling your body uh, affects your both your physical and your mental health. And I think like yourselves there, one of the questions came in was that are you going to ever deliver to the devil's eggs? But I think you are working on, on, a, on a delivery process at the I'm moment. I'm working on a delivery service and meal collection for next week. Like just to touch on what people, like people again are at home and they're probably doing a lot more cooking. And that was my point. Like, you know, you can get frustrated with, you know, I have to cook a dinner on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, um, and rely on the takeaway maybe a bit more, um, which really you know it's fine once a week maybe or twice a week but i mean i'd have clients who would rely on takeaway quite a lot um so cooking at home for yourself i mean you're avoiding you know high salt high fat and high sugar and takeaways I mean, you're in control um you're almost you know that's a form of eating clean you're cooking for yourself and you're cooking one one or two or three ingredients which is much better for you um so yeah um you know the takeaway it's fine every so often but i'd recommend to people really really try um and look at what you're eating at home and maybe experiment with new recipes to try and boost your nutrition so if if someone uh, i know you're only in the early stages of getting it up and running but if someone wanted to eat a bit healthier more nutritious type foods and get takeaway like how will, I, how will that work with balance we've had a lot of questions and we've had a lot of calls and messages about you know obviously we've been closed for the last few weeks and myself and joanne have thought like people want healthier options so we'd be cooking stuff here that would be cooked um i suppose you know in an old old-fashioned home cooked way um and we're going to offer those meals to people starting next week um so healthier options um for people that they can come and pick it up um it's takeaway only obviously we'd be adhering to the social distancing and all those kind of regulations with the hsc um but we'd be offering that next week and we can deliver after 3 p.m um in an evening if people kind of want fantastic to. so obviously just keep an eye on your social media pages and just, uh, our Facebook page, yeah. so that will be fairly active next week and um so again people want meals okay maybe you know are sick of cooking at home and want to take away so we'd be offering kind of a, a healthier option that's fantastic uh thanks very much mark uh for coming on we really appreciate it uh it, it is just about kind of helping people create new routines and new habits that's going to have them eating more nutritious and and feeling better so let's thank exactly. mark for his time uh as always make sure if you enjoy the podcast to to give it a share let people know about it and don't forget our atp fitness cork youtube channel is now up and running it's something we didn't plan on having to be the way it is now but it's it's rocking and with loads of classes and advice so make sure to check that out and give us a subscribe and stay tuned for more podcasts coming very soon. Thanks, guys.